Rural Focus. Catching in with the Livestock Collective Director, Stephen Bolt, this morning. Morning, mate. Yeah, morning, Troy. Morning, everyone. Fair bit going on, we know, with uh, WA sheep producers, mate. But whereabouts are we with the live export trade, say, into Saudi Arabia? Yeah, look, it's a really good question. It's, uh, you know, fantastic opportunity for the WA sheep industry to, you know, again retain or regain the uh, live export trade into Saudi. Um, it was, up until 2012, our biggest market for, for live sheep. And, you know, I think it's imminent, you know, hopefully by end of the year that we'll see sheep make their way into that market. Mm. Huge opportunity because coming for WA growers. And it would make things a bit more easier for WA sheep producers going forward, mate? Oh, look, as we know at the moment, there's a a huge backlog of sheep Mm. that, Mm. you know, we, we don't have markets, whether it's, you know, local processing or live export, you know, there's... There's certainly a bottleneck there and, and, you know, any opportunity to get further sheep uh, moved out of the system Mm. uh, will be really welcomed by WA growers. Or do you know of if the protocols are in place for this going forward, mate? Look, I think there's still work going on with uh, between, you know, government and, you know, the exporters. But I think, you know, we will see that um, hopefully, you know, sheep making their way out of WA later this year. WA sheep farmers say that they're, uh, well, they're, they're staring at a crisis, mate. And uh, a nice bit in today's paper, uh, listen to, and I think we've been saying this on this radio show ever since this more or less came to life, listen to farmers and, and the facts on the live export, mate. Yeah, look, you know, we know as as producers in WA, this, you know, real sharp downturn in the WA market. The catalyst has been the government's announcement to phase out the live export trade. So the confidence has evaporated from the WA sheep industry. And, you know, people are making decisions about, you know, the structure of their business, looking to reduce their risk. So we're seeing uh, larger volumes of, you know, particularly breeding ewes making their way onto the market. Uh, but, but what we've also seen is a disruption to the normal flow of sheep throughout the supply chain. So we've not seen any graziers operating in the market where normally, you know, whether it's, you know, ewes or weather lambs or mm. through the through the trade sales, they'd be, you know, being purchased. But we've we've got zero market there now. So the only outlet for growers is either through processes or that live export market. Have you heard from either Albanese or the Federal Agriculture Minister Murray Watt? He did Murray Watt anyway made some startling confessions on, on radio yesterday. Yeah, look I'd certainly got a chance to meet with Murray Watt when we were in Canberra. But mm. uh, you know, I I think you know, as a producer, I find it quite offensive, I suppose, that, you know, we got Murray Watt comes over on local radio yesterday telling us, uh, uh, you know, as producers that have been doing this for 30, 40, 50 years, uh, that, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. The, you know, there's no link between his announcement to phase out the trade and this drop in prices and confidence in West Australia. And, you know, for us, we're, you know, we've asked May what to come and meet with producers and he's, you know, so far has refused to do that. And no different to our state premier or, or agriculture minister, you know, Jackie Jarvis hasn't taken the opportunity to actually come out on farm, meet with growers one-on-one or small groups and actually fully understand why we've seen such a, a collapse in confidence in the industry. Have you heard from anybody in either state government or federal government on this, mate? The opposition are working, you know, extremely mm-hmm. hard to to put our case 
you know, but it, it comes back to the facts, and I think the article in the West today, mm. you know, really knows that. Yep. They're not looking and listening to the facts that are in place. You know, the fact is that we can transport the sheep, you know, safely to the Middle Eastern countries. We've got complete control on the supply chain from on-farm all the way till their process. You know, it's a, a really important market for us, and it's really important to the mixed farming structures or systems in WA. So having sheep in the system is extremely important to our, you know, rural and regional communities for that you know employment and economic benefits that they bring to the regions tough for wa farmers at the moment mate and it seems it's only going to get tougher unfortunately yeah look it's no doubt that's going to be a pretty tough ride Mm, for the mm. the period going forward but i think once we move past these numbers unfortunately we're going to actually see you know a a really big correction in you know with those drop in breeding stock you know unfortunately we're when we go, you know, a couple of years down the track, I, I fear that the numbers are going to fall, that we're not going to have, you know, numbers for processing locally as well as that export market. You know, we need a good, sustainable, you know, sheep industry mm-hmm. and, and to support whether it's our sale yards, our agents, you know, all of those support services. We need a core number of sheep to remain in WA and, you know, this federal labour policy is mm. looking to, to destroy those numbers out of the out of the West. Will you get on the phone today, mate, and, and ring the Federal Agriculture Minister or maybe even the WA Agriculture Minister? Will they take your call? Uh, look, I think, um, you know, uh, certainly as Livestock Collective, we're not in the mm. area of policy, but we're about raising, Awareness. you know, the yeah. issues and yeah. the education about the sheep industry in WA. So, you know, we'll continue to to make our voices heard of, you know, not only us, of the whole of industry. So we're there to make sure that everyone's got, got an outlet to actually talk about yep. uh, how this is affecting them, their business and their community. Is the biggest issue here, mate, especially through the meat supply chain, is it the labour shortage? You know, we know since COVID there's, mm. there's been a, a range of factors why we've arrived at this and, you know, at this point. But, um, you know, I think, you know, the the figures show that we've processed more meat domestically in the last 12 months and, you know, so record levels of of processing is happening. Mm. But, you know, there is so many, you know, more sheep mutton making their way onto the market and we've got that huge carryover of, you know, old season lambs. Uh, We're on the back of three really, you know, big lambings. Um, So lambing percentages have been, you know, really strong for the last three years. And, yeah, so all of those... On top of that, you know, loss of confidence within the industry, you know, means that there's yeah, just huge numbers waiting for, for a destination to go to. Yeah, certainly. So, uh, yeah, have a read of that in uh, today's rest, of course, page four. Uh, listen to farmers and the facts on live export. Going forward also, mate, does uh, the live sheep ban, does it set a dangerous social licence precedent here? Uh, look, it certainly sets a dangerous precedent for, for other industries, you know, I think mm-hmm. whole of agriculture, you know, and, and that's where we've seen, whether it's state farming bodies or individual organisations right across Australia have mm-hmm. actually stood behind the live export trade of WA because they know that, you know, if government's not prepared to uh, look at the science, look at the facts about the performance of industry that's extremely well regulated, what is the chances of them turning and and shutting down their industry, you know. So I think that, you know, this social licence is is something that um, who sets the standard for social licence? So I think for us as industry, you know, we, we're well regulated and the industry's outperforming yeah, all of those absolutely. regulations. Yep. And that's all that industry can be, you know, all that we can do that's asked of us. And we've done that and continue to perform on a, over a long period of time. 
All right. Besides, with all this, mate, going on, uh, how are things at the uh, the livestock collective? Yeah. Look, obviously, yeah, going going well. We've you know been in the raw show this week with our our stand there. So just raising that awareness to the public of Perth as they travel through. So you know the VR headsets, so virtual reality tours that people are able to do has been really successful. People get an opportunity to actually see what it's like. Um, you know whether it's cattle mustering, you know, on a ship. Uh, in the feedlot or on a truck, you know, they, they get to sit down and uh, have a virtual tour of the supply chain. Are there more live ship export boats leaving Fremantle soon, mate? Yeah, we've got our mm. first boats uh, just recently headed off. So, yep, yep. you know, look, I, I think to see a hopefully an increase in numbers out of West Australia on yeah. top of what we did for the last season uh, and, you know, we just know as an industry how important it is to to, to shift those sheep off, particularly if, you know where yeah. northern northern and eastern wheat belt um, you know suffered suffering really poor seasonal conditions. So we want to you know those growers to have the ability to destock to take that animal welfare pressure off on farm. All right, mate. Uh, I know that you've probably got a busy day ahead. As always, uh, nice to chat. We'll keep a close eye on uh, what's going on with uh, WA sheep farmers and uh, hopefully some news on uh, the live sheep into Saudi Arabia, mate. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Troy.